When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, what is going on? I hope everybody is ready to learn some English. I hope we don't have any technical problems. If you are listening on the podcast, you can't see this, but I am outside in my front lawn, right in front of my house. The neighbors are out. The neighbors are probably wondering, what is this guy doing? Because I haven't done an English lesson outside for about two years. This brings me back to the summer of 2020. So if you've been with the channel that long, you might remember some of these live streams outside. If not, welcome. What we are going to do for the next half an hour, 45 minutes, I don't know. Hopefully the microphone is working and all of that stuff. For the next hour or so, I will take your questions. I am an English teacher. I have been an English teacher in the United States for over 20 years. And this is a place to learn English. Just live stream English questions. That's it. There's no lesson today. You just put your questions in the chat. I answer them. Questions about learning English, questions about American culture, and we're going to do it outside. It's not too hot yet, but I see Apple the Frog is here. I was a little worried about this time. I know Apple is from Thailand, and I worried, oh no, is it going to be too late for our friends in Asia? For some, I guess not. Apple's young, though. He may be a night owl. Hey, Italy's in the house. Linda, hope you're doing well. Yulia's here. Audie the Thai. Thailand is well represented today. Argentina is represented as well. What's going on, Cecilia? Hope you're doing well. I don't have my glasses on today, so I am going to do my best to read the chat outside. Trucks going by. Let's see. Uh, Linda, hope no bugs or mosquitoes will bother you. It's nice to be outside, though. Hey, nice use of though, by the way. I am preparing a lesson on the five toughest words in English. And guess what? Though is one of them, in my opinion. Also, thorough. Thorough. That's how you pronounce that. Thorough. I hope I will do a thorough job answering your questions about English today. I might mess up, though. Though. Technology might mess up. Danny is here. Welcome. How are you? Ario. Asia is well represented. I saw Harry was here earlier from Indonesia. Ario is wondering... Am I late? That can be our first question. 
No, you are not late. We started three minutes and 30 seconds ago. So you are right on time, my friend. Sergey, have you already dried out your basement? Ooh, good phrasal verb there. Native English speakers love to put up and out after verbs. And that is a great job, Sergey. Well, since you asked, in case people don't know, um, yeah, my basement flooded. It was quite the tragedy. Uh, your comments were amazing. People were saying, hey, it's not cool, but your family is safe. And so my family kept thinking, at least it's not a fire. You know, my kids, ba my kids rooms are in the basement. My recording room is in the basement. They're living upstairs for right now. Our house is actually big enough that they can sort of have a room. My daughter has a room. My son, he's kind of on the couch. So yeah, things are going great down there. Uh, everything has been demolished, I guess. We would use that adjective. The demolition phase, to use an adjective. The demolition phase is over. The guys, there were two of them, that have been working on my house since Friday, left about two hours ago. So I can walk down there. Um, I will probably do the next two live lessons down there. You'll see in the English lesson tomorrow, it looks very different. There are no floors. I used to have, there's just cement on the, on the bottom. Uh, the walls are cut. So <laughs> it's getting better though. Thanks for asking, Sergey. Freddie, hope you're doing well there in France. Thank you, Sally. I would like to thank you for everything. I learned a lot from you. That is the goal of this channel, is to try to help as many people possible become better at English. Because I know it can change your life. If your English is better, you might get a better job. You might be able to travel more with that job. So I love doing it. Sometimes life gets in the way. We have that saying in English. Um, I would have gone live with a lesson on Saturday, but life got in the way. Something happened and I couldn't teach English that day. But I think we'll have four lessons this week. This live question and answer. Um, one about house disasters tomorrow. And then this weekend we will have two. One about monkeypox and one about a brand new city that is being built in Saudi Arabia. So Javier says, hola. Hope you're doing well. Oh, it sounds like, um, there are good vibes coming from Colombia. All right. Apple the Frog says, I was just watching country anthems. Then I saw the time. Oh, then I rushed here. Well, I'm glad you're here. Welcome. Constantine is here. Welcome. And uh, feel free 
to to leave your comments, your questions right in the chat, and I will answer them. If not, I will just say hello to everybody for uh, the next hour or so. All right, here we go. Ario. Yesterday, I learned the word. What is that word? Is it tear or is it tear? Mm. I learned the word tear. Could you please teach me that word again? Yeah, let's talk. So without context, context are the words surrounding that word. So without context, we don't know if that word is tear or if that word is tear. So let's talk about both of them quickly. Tear. When you cry, that little salty water that drips down your cheek, that is a tear. But I don't have any paper, but you could tear paper. That means to make it into smaller pieces. Tear, tear, spelled the same way, very different words. One is a noun. It's a thing, the thing that falls from your eye when you cry, or it can be a verb. And a synonym for tear might be rip. Uh, We also have a saying in English, I am tearing my hair out. You may have a saying like that in your language. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of hair left. But if somebody is tearing their hair out, they are probably either very stressed or very mad. Tearing my hair out. My children are driving me up the wall. Not my children. My children are great, to be honest. All right, Freddie Wolf, have you had any technical solution to avoid another flooding in the future. Love the question. Love the way you worded that. No, as of right now, no, but there was a plumber who came by to look at the house and he said, we need to install something or he needs to install something to make sure that never happens. So um, in the English lesson tomorrow, you will see the hole where the water came up. Yeah, you will see all of that. And we basically have to plug that hole. But we are going to find an expert to do it because I might mess it up. There's a good chance... I would mess it up. I am not handy. In English, if somebody is handy, that means they can fix things around the house. They can fix things around the apartment. I think I'm pretty good at teaching English. I know I'm pretty bad at being handy. All right, Audie says... A worry about us for your lesson? Take care of your house and your family first. Audie, yes, I have done that. 
if I couldn't go live, I wouldn't. Yes. So my family does come first. But here's the thing. I'm at home alone right now. My wife is actually talking to people from the water department. They drove up the street. She left to talk about them. My son is at work with my brother. My daughter is at her work. She works at a summer camp. And um, it's nice to take a break from the house. I am not fixing anything right now. We are basically organizing things. Putting my kids' clothes in different places because they have no room. And I'm moving my clothes to other places. It's organizing. That's what we're doing. Putting different things in different places. Is Jamie here? Jamie, what's going on? I don't know if she's, she is talking to some people from the water department. So maybe she had to leave for a minute. No, maybe she's here. All right. Ario, rip, rip out. All right. Um, be careful. If you see on the screen, Ario has two different things there. So you could say rip apart. Yes. Or you could say rip out You're Jamie, you're coming in. Oh, what's up? Oh, there's Jamie right there. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even see her come back around, but it's going on. Anything can happen live. So I didn't know that was going to happen. I did not approve of that. What's that? Oh, you were quiet when you came back. And I don't think you can hear Jamie probably because. Uh, They're actually going to cement our um, cover out there. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. We'll talk about that. I'm live. Did you know that? She, yes, she knows I'm live. Oh, maybe she's explaining what they're going to do. I, I don't know. I don't think that will really help you with your English, but we've heard two different things. One, to cement it. Did you did you notice the way she said cement? Because she is from the American South, she said it a little differently than I did. So we have accents. We all have different accents. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure out. I guess Jamie knows what what happened there and hopefully they said it was our fault we're gonna pay money because it was their fault but you know lawyers and stuff i really want to enhance my business english because my work with the environment english environment need your advice thank you yes i want to do some more work with business english because I think that could really help people. Um, so just this morning, I was getting a lesson ready about monkeypox. And there are a couple sayings that I'm going to introduce with business English. So um, it's important. I know conversational English, very important. And then business English, being able to converse that's the verb, being able to converse in English about business, very important to a lot of people. 
Mega's here. What's going on? Hope all is well in India. She is here. All right. I'm going to skip down the chat there. John, welcome. Hope you're doing well. Didn't want, oh, didn't want it to be loud. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even hear you come in. Um, we, we could have set up Jamie calling in somehow, but I don't know. It, it wouldn't be too hard. Now it would be hard though, I think, but can I invite the guest? Maybe I can. I might be able to. If Jamie wants to come on, give me a second. We'll see. We'll see if this can work. Jamie coming on. I can send her a link, I think. I don't know how long this will take. Why am I signed out of that? We'll see. Ah, oh, I do have a lot of security. So check my device. Yeah, this is probably going to take too long. So I have it on the other one. It's live. Live English lesson. Hey, thanks so much for, for listening and watching and all that stuff. While I'm doing that, look at this. I got something new here. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right, I was able to send that to Jamie, so maybe she will she will be able to come on. Marco, hope you're doing well. All right, Ario, is business English has simple words to learn? I don't understand advanced English words. Hey, um, over the next two live English lessons, we are going to look at some advanced English articles from the news. And in those articles, I will help you be introduced to some advanced English. And I know there are a lot of great English speakers here now. And you probably know the first time you see a word, you won't remember it. Probably the first 10 times you see a word, there's a good chance you won't remember it. But the more often you are reading those advanced materials, the more you will see those advanced words. And then they will become part of your active vocabulary. So you will be able to use them in conversation. It's one thing to hear a word or read a word. It's another thing to actually use it. And to be honest, in a lot of those English articles we will read, I don't use the vocabulary. I don't actively use it in conversation. But those words are written in the news in English. I might have gotten distracted. I think we were talking about rip out. All right, Joel, Joel Bento. Hey, new channel member. Welcome. 
Um, what does stranding mean? I read an article about banks that denied transfer transfers and that stranding victims. I think you might mean stranded. Right? I don't know what stranding is, but I'm going to pretend you said stranded. So let's talk about stranded. And if banks are denying people their money, if they are not letting people get their money, those people might be stranded. Stranded is not a good thing. Stranded means you need help for some reason. So let's say, hopefully, you can put a picture in your mind. Let's say there is a plane flying over the ocean. That plane crashes on an island. Luckily, everybody survives. But they are going to be stranded on that island. They need help. They can't get off that island. They are stranded. If a bank strands their customers, for some reason, those people would not be able to get money out. Now, I can see if people are on vacation, they need money from their bank, they need money to get home, they might be stranded in a different country. They could, it could be physical. Stranded means you can't get away from somewhere. Or stranded just might mean you need some help. Yeah. The, the bank has left them behind. All right, Jamie was, uh, is here. So maybe she can help answer some English questions here. So, Jamie, I'm going to bring you on, okay? See how this works. It's live. Who knows what's going to happen? She's here. Hi, everyone. We can see her. I can hear her. It doesn't appear that there is an echo. How's that? Good for me. Okay. Yeah, it's good for me, too. So maybe we can um, answer some questions. So just in case anybody cares about the house situation, maybe you can learn English this way. You were saying something about cementing the hole? Yeah. So we have a storm drain on the our yard in the back of our house. So anybody can just come and lift it up and jump in. So they're going to cement around it so that people, especially children, um, can't do that. So I was just telling you, I don't want it to be too loud if they start working. Oh. I'm not sure if they're mm. going to start right now or not, but... Um, and then we did talk about our drain in our house and different things we can do. Oh, perfect. All right. So John is saying hello. Wait Hi, a John. Minute. All right. Hello, Aisha. How are you? Hope you're doing well. Fayez is here from Turkey. All right. Um, seems like Fayez might be a little busy and he'll have to uh, rewatch the live stream. Awesome. All right, I'm going to try to move this microphone so I am more center here. Whew. Whoa. Natalia. She's always so nice. 
So gorgeous. And I really... <laughs> <laughs> Have you had a shower this morning? Uh, no, because I've been working, so... So in English, you can say, I woke up like this. I did. I woke up like this. Aisha, new subscriber, welcome. Welcome to the stream. This is a live stream. We are just answering your English questions here today. Welcome. Hey, Sam, the Taiwanese. I'm surprised so many people in Asia. He's from Taiwan, by the way. So many people in Asia are awake. I thought it would be late. YouTube gave me the time. They said, this is a good time to go live. So, and we are just waiting for questions. And if not, hang on. I think we've got two questions here. All right. Manual. Hope you're doing well, my friend. Maybe we think that if I know a lot of advanced words, we will be in the home stretch. Is it wrong? The long pathway? Uh, no, the home stretch, you can use that. The home stretch, it means like you're almost done with something. However, I would say that learning English is probably something you could do for the rest of your life and never be done. So Jamie is, is leaving us for a second. Sorry, sorry. look at this. Hang on. I, I think I can get rid of her. There. Okay. Yeah. So if you're in the home stretch, move this over here a bit. It means you are um you're almost done with something. Yeah. So we are not quite in the home stretch when it comes to our house. We're halfway there. Halfway there. All right. I think Jamie might be back here. All right. Fabio says. If you could suggest uh, a few books to read in English, maybe some Stephen King books. I really like that. All right. Thank you a lot. Yeah. So I will go first. And then, Jamie, I would love to hear what you would suggest for books. If you like uh, any books that you're reading lately or you have read in the past, I know you have a couple authors you love. Yeah. So I've said it before, but I will say it again. Stephen King. The Green Mile, I think, is one of my favorite books by Stephen King. Also, one called The Long Walk. So if you've been watching this channel for any period of time, you might have heard me suggest those two books. And I also love the book The Love You Give. It was made into a movie not too long ago. And also... uh Diary of a Wimpy Kid, if your English is maybe lower intermediate. All right, Jamie, um, do you have any headphones close to you, AirPods? I think there's a little bit of an echo. Okay, I do, but I don't know how to hook them up to my computer. Oh, you're using your computer. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I didn't realize I could get it on my phone. Do you want me to leave and get back no, on no. my phone? It's a slight echo. Um, just... Let us know in the chat if the echo is too much. It, it was slight, very slight. Okay. Um, so the Green Mile, I don't read Stephen King books. Um, I just the, the books you do read though, okay. like um, yeah. But the Green Mile is an excellent movie. 
I think. So it's got to be a really good book. So if you read the book and then watch the movie, I think that's an, it's an excellent movie. Very sad, very heart-wrenching, but very good. Um, right now, I'm reading a Nicholas Sparks book. I love all of his books. Kind of cheesy love story. They take place a lot in the South, the state, North Carolina. If you're looking for, like, love stories. I absolutely love Jodi Picoult's books. Um, she tends to write about things that are actually happening in real time in the world and changes it a little bit. Um, but they very intriguing books that make you think about this, what kind of decisions you would make if you were in a situation that her characters were in. Um, very, very good books. She has so many that are very good. Um, for example, one that I really love that's also a movie is called My Sister's Keeper. Um, and it's about a family who, ha who a mom kept having children to hopefully get, have a child that could help her youngest child who was sick. Um, they needed like a blood transfusion or something, something along that line, but it had to be from one of their siblings. Um, and I won't tell you what happens, but that's a very, very good book. Um, and I'm also now I'm seeing so many people read Colleen Hoover. Um, Brent just got me set up with, uh, Kindle and, um, I'm going to be listening to some of those books once we start back going to school. So. Sweet. Thank you. And I know I brought up Jody Picoult just a minute ago. Because mm. And would you, oh yeah. Colleen Hoover. I think I got her too. Right here. Reminders of him. Have you heard of that one? I, that's one I actually just downloaded to listen to. Oh, nice. Did you say that while I was? Um... No, no, no. I just, oh, okay. no, but um, I just actually this morning put on on Facebook. I thought you had to read her books. Some of them are um, like parts one and two, her books. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't reading a book out of order. Um, but somebody just told me reminders of him, which you can get for free on Kindle. Um, if you have an Amazon account, I, so that one you can read, it's a standalone book. Okay. So okay. any books I think that are, in, that are in paperback, you can get the unlimited right there. Okay. Hopefully I'm not giving any of our information out when I'm sharing the screen, but, um, and Jamie just used the term standalone, a standalone book. That means it's a book like you can read on your own. There isn't a sequel. That is a book that comes after the book. And there isn't a prequel. That's a book that comes before the book. And uh, my elderly neighbors are outside and they have to talk very loudly to each other. Can Is the microphone picking them up? I cannot hear them. Okay. Uh, it's funny. There are two cars in their driveway and they're, <laughs> they're about a foot apart, but just screaming. I mean, they're not mad. They're just, they're just old. All right. So hopefully that helped with some uh, book selections. I think that's one of the best things you can do to um, become better at English, reading. The other thing, you probably know, listening, what you're doing right now. You're listening to two native English speakers have a conversation. You can't hear that. They just said bye. Okay. <laughs> All right, looking through the chat for some more. I hope we don't miss any. Okay. Uh-oh, John Wedge says, hey, Brent, do you have any water pumps to prevent this kind of basement flooding? Yeah, unfortunately, I wish I had taken video of when the flood actually happened 
because we could not pump that quickly enough. It was just spewing. In the English lesson tomorrow, I talk about spewing, spewing up the English phrasal verb. Yeah, there was nothing we could do. Like Jamie said earlier, we just need to plug that hole the right way. Because Do you mind, um, Jamie, talking about what you heard if we plug it up the wrong way? Right. So this house has never had any flooding issues. When you buy a house in the United States, you have to um, let the, the people who are buying your home if there's been any flooding. So like now when we sell this house, we're going to have to put that on. I can't, it's called some sort of sheet, but you have to put any type of damage that's come from a flooding or a fire. So we'll have to report that now, unfortunately, when we sell our house. But we have a drain in our, it's called our boiler room. It's where our oil tank is for our heat, um, our water pump those types of things. And it has a small drain in case our hot water heater were to go like in that, if your hot water heater stops working, it leaks all the water out of it. I think it's a safety precaution. So we have a very, very small drain just for that purpose. We do not need a pump because our house doesn't take on water or it didn't, but that drain, um, the outside rainwater, we got three inches in like less than a half an hour. So that's very hard for any drain system to take in. So the water could not find a drain to like leave this area. So it found our drain and started just gushing up through our drain and there was nothing that we could do. We couldn't cap it. Um, I was just talking to our public works guy that's going to be taking care of our drain behind our house. Um, There's a small percentage if we were to cement that drain in our house, that if we had another rain like that, which Maine doesn't tend to get, you could have a backup of water and it would, if it was trying to find a place to go and if it couldn't come out of a drain, it could be like a cannonball effect and just explode like bursting pipes and causing a lot of other damage, not only to our house, but to other houses. So we actually are going to have the city engineer come out and look at the drains in the street, the one that wasn't working and that one. And um, to see what exactly we should do inside our house to one prevent water from ever coming in again and two, not having that cannonball explosion, if that were to happen. Um, the chances of this ever happening again are very slim. Um, this house was built in the 80s, so this is the first time it's ever happened. Um, there's a lot of conversations going on around our city in the newspaper, um, on the news, about how old all the drains and pipes are. Brent would know more about how old the city is. But I think there's some things that our city engineers really need to look at to bring our city up to code with how many people now live in here versus when they were doing all the drain system, I don't know, 100 years ago. So, Yeah, I think, um, I think a lot of cities in the United States are going to be experiencing that. It's older systems. Who knows? Climate change, global warming, call it what you want, but the weather is changing. I was recently talking to people in Iran and Pakistan, and they were saying it's some of the wettest weather they've ever seen. But then I was speaking with someone in Iraq. They said they're having a drought, the opposite. So we've kind of been having a drought here. A drought is when you don't get a lot of rain for a while. And then um, everything was drying out the grass, the plants, the trees. 
And then we just got that torrential rain. That might be a good vocabulary word, torrential rain. So hopefully listening to Jamie speak very naturally in her conversation will help your ear get used to native English speakers. And when that ear needs a little bit of a rest, you can listen to me. I will speak a little more clearly and uh, explain some of the larger words I use. Constantine is here. What is going on? All right. So a question about fluency that I'll take this one here. So Farman, I'm a teacher. I teach in the primary level, but fluency is very weak. What should I do? Please guide me. Um, I think the best way, and if you don't know what fluency means, I think of it in English as how your words flow, how you can think in, in a good manner. So it's not choppy. Uh, and I think it's just the more you do it, the better everything will flow, the better you will be able to speak without thinking, the better you will be able to read without stopping. It's just one of those things. The more time you put in, the better your fluency gets. Um, reading and listening to material at your level will help. And then you can slowly build up. That's an easy answer. The hard part is finding that material at your correct level. Not so easy. Natalia, teacher Brent, how famous was Joseph Campbell back in the days in the U.S.? He had a TV show, I think, but his books are amazing. It's about myths and hero characters. Jamie, have you ever heard of Joseph Joseph Campbell? I have not. I haven't either. So I'm sorry. I guess, I mean, we're just two people. Joseph Campbell. I'm going to Google it really quickly. Okay. <laughs> All right. Emmanuel uh, says pretty much, uh, have you paid off? You have to pay your debt back. Is that for the banking question? Or uh, the housing situation. The housing situation is going to, uh, it's going to, oh, pay, oh, no, okay, right Pay off. Yes, pay off means you've paid off all of your debt. Yes. So a lot of times when people go to college in the United States, it costs a lot of money. So they will take a loan from a bank they will slowly pay off that debt. And when they're done, you can say, yes, I've paid off all of my debt. Cars, houses. Okay, what about uh, Agatha Christie? Um, the thing about Agatha Christie is not a lot of Americans will read Agatha Christie for pleasure we would call it for like just fun reading. You might see some of it in college, but Agatha Christie was a mystery writer uh, from I think over a hundred years ago now. So probably not um, too popular. What did she wrote? Murder on the Orient Express, I think is one of her biggest books. All right. Do we... Okay. Ooh, geez. Freddie Wolf. This is tough. 
Freddie Wolf from France, who gifted the United States the Statue of Liberty. Could you explain the difference between the words freedom and liberty? For me, they have uh, slightly the same meaning, but perhaps they have different slight. They have slight differences. Uh, Jamie, what are you? Are you still googling? Um, okay. Um, well, I'll take this one. Uh, freedom and liberty. Is there a difference? I would argue no. I think they're both, and I think you know from the French. Freddie knows um, liberty kind of almost means it's a form of free in French. It comes from the French. So I think those are two terms that Americans say that we like to think we have freedom in this country. We have liberty. Yeah. To me, they mean pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Good question. Oh, and I'm working my, my way backwards through the chat and I see H had a question about payoff and it looks like manual answered that question for him. All right. Lion, not sheep. How are you? The one that I'm reading now stars and stripes by Tim Kennedy. All right. I have not read that one, but let us know in the chat. Lion, not sheep. Would you recommend that? Would you recommend that? Hey, Layla. Oh, she has to go. But see you, Layla. I don't know. Sound. Hopefully that's okay. Privet. I know that means privet. That's a hello. Privet. Okay, so Yulia can't hear the neighbors. That's good. There's only one car in the driveway, so they must have they must have left. Mamet, Brent is like a dictionary. No, I just, when I was younger, I read a lot. And that's a good way to get better at your own language too. Reading, 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 reading. Now I listen to a lot of podcasts. Look at John Wedge. I understood Jamie perfectly. I'm happy to know my ears are getting better every day. John, that's impressive because quite honestly, sometimes I have trouble understanding Jamie. Jamie speaks very quickly, but it's great practice for anyone trying to learn English. And if you understood her perfectly, that's great. She went over, um, we might call it jargon. Jargon is when you use very specific vocabulary for like a job and she was using a lot of plumbing terms and um, home improvement terms John very nicely done oh Layla super sticker from Layla she has done this before thank you so much she is also a channel member I do have a little something for you as a thank you thank you so much Thank you so much for the super chat. I'm going to say it again right here. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you, Layla. We do appreciate it. It is nice. I do this for free. I do this to help people um, learn English. But, you know, if you feel like giving a little back, that is awesome. Thank you, Layla. Thank you. 
And I know some people will watch YouTube English teachers instead of taking a class. I do the same for Italian. It's the beautiful thing about YouTube. All right. Let's see. All right, Sergey, we if you watch on replay, Sergey, what book would you recommend to read? Jamie and I each gave a couple titles that we suggested. And um, you can watch that back if you would like. And on the screen, I actually put a couple of the titles that Jamie mentioned. I just, while you're looking for questions, the author that, um, I can't remember who um, asked about the author. I think it was Natasha, Natalia. Oh, Natalia um, might have, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that would be an author that I know I would not be familiar with. Um it's about mythology and religion and I don't tend to read that genre of books. So, and he passed away in the eighties. So he is a very, very old author. So, but if you're into mythology, it looks like he would be an author that you would want to read. All right, cool. Yeah. Thanks, Jamie. I hadn't, I hadn't heard of him. Patience is a virtue. That's true, <laughs> man. Patience is a virtue. When we say that in English, it means waiting for things to happen. It's a good quality to have. It's hard. It's hard to do. But Casey, I have a question. Everything has to be gutted. Everything means has to be destroyed. Yes. Did I use that term? Gutted? Um, if I didn't, yeah, we could use that with our basement. And uh, in tomorrow's English lesson, you will see pictures of a lot was gutted. Um, man. Jamie, did what? you? Yeah, did... not as much as I thought was going to happen, to be honest. Um, but, but the for gutted. Um... Gutted just means that you would have to remove everything to the bare bones, like to the studs. So... You don't know if you can see this wall right here. So it's sheetrock. So gutted means they would have to take the entire sheetrock wall down, right down to the boards behind it, all the ins insulation, all the floors, plumbing. Like gutted means everything has to go. Yeah, and I think of it like um, you might talk about the human body, the guts. That's the inside, um, like intestines. And so if something has to be gutted, it's just you take everything away and it's it's too bad yeah so luckily yeah like jamie said our basement didn't have to be gutted i keep talking about tomorrow's english lesson you will and i talk about sheetrock so oh what is that that was me sorry oh no sorry. Okay. thought we were getting another another person coming into the, that sounded like the ding i get when somebody enters the chat all right, and Constantine says, I like Jamie's way of speaking fast, but so smooth and understandable. And Jamie, of course, is also a teacher, so she's used to speaking in a, in a way for others to understand. Audie's still here. Yeah, Layla, thank you. Thank you. I wish my, my dad was still alive so that he could hear all this, because as, as a child and growing up, I was notoriously told that I speak way too fast in the slowdown. So, and I think just correct me if I'm wrong, Jamie, 
we say that quite a bit. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's a good term. That's a good saying to know. So Jamie, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do think many people in the South speak more slowly than people where we live now. Your dad, your dad spoke quite slowly. Yes. And when you talk about patience as a virtue, I mean, you, I'm not very patient a lot of the times, but I would get like my, he, my grandfather spoke very slowly and it would just be like, I don't know. I think my brain works a little bit faster sometimes and I just get all my thoughts out as you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, but now I'm thinking like as a teacher, like, can my kids understand me? I'm sure they'd tell you, right? If they couldn't, cause I mean, I teach middle school. I don't know. <laughs> I think kids speak very quickly today too. That's, I hope so. Yeah. That's the old man in me. Hey, Jamie, just so that, um, the people watching, if you want to tell a story, I think it's a good story. I think you could tell it on the fly. We say that term on the fly when you're not prepared to do something. So Jamie, if you're not prepared to do this, as the sun is coming, I tried to fix the light, but now I'm the sun. So Jamie, you had a friend in high school you called molasses, didn't you? Coma. Coma. That's yeah. right. Coma. So I'll explain. I thought it was molasses. I'll I'll explain what coma is. And if you don't mind just giving us a couple <laughs> reasons he was called coma. Yep. Okay. Sure. So if somebody is very sick, we might say like they could be in a coma. It's very sad. This person is probably just lying in a bed. If you try to talk to them, they don't talk back. They might not even know you're there. They look like they're sleeping, but they might never wake up. That's a coma. Very sad. If anybody is a Guns N' Roses fan, one of my favorite songs from Guns N' Roses is Coma. So Jamie had a friend in high school his, his, right. It was a man. It was a boy. His nickname was coma. And Jamie is going to tell you a few stories about coma. Uh, so coma is a very, very dear friend of mine. I have known him since I was four. We went to preschool together, schools. I mean, high school, everything together. He's actually in our, in our wedding. Um, but coma is a very, very slow person. He, um, he played football, which is surprising because football, sometimes you have to have quick hands, quick feet, got to be thinking quickly. Um, so that's a little bit strange that he actually played football. Um, very smart in construction. If he lived near us, I, I would have him be doing the work in our home. Um, but coma is super slow. And he got that nickname because like, if you ask him a question, He's a very deep thinker, so he would pause, think about his answer, and then when he's giving you his answer, it's like takes him forever to tell you what he's thinking. It takes you forever to hear what he's trying to explain to you. Coma actually picked me up for high school. He took me to high school. I didn't have a car at first. He did. Um, so he would pick me up for high school. We were notorious late. late. He was late everywhere. We always said he would be late to his own funeral. Um, he's just, and we, so we started calling him coma because sometimes it would be like he was in a coma sitting on the couch. You would ask him a question and 
he's just so slow. You would actually really understand him really well because he does. He still speaks very slowly to this day. Um, nothing really gets him rattled. If he is upset about something, it's really hard to tell. Um, his affect is usually the same. But he's a very, very dear friend of ours. Has been, I, you know, I'm 46, so I've known him almost my whole entire life. Very nice. Thanks for telling that story. As the sun is starting to, but hey, as long as we can see you, right? Hey, and John, hey, congratulations. Where was I? I was reading that. Um, so John is saying that maybe I understand the jargon Jamie uses because I'm friends with a girl from Arkansas. She taught me a lot of Southern jargon. So, hey, nicely done. All right. Um, Manuel, hope everything's going well down there in Brazil for you. Uh, Brent and Jamie, can you teach me how to use this phrase? Not a hill to die on. I did you just use this saying not long ago? No. All right. Um, man, we use that all the time in English. So, do you want me to take this one, Jamie? Sure. Okay. Um, so, I think back to the Vietnam War. It was a war that. No, no, no. Sorry, World War Two. Hills. It was World War II. Europe, I guess. Think Italy, maybe. Linda, I'm sorry our two countries fought each other for a while. But um, the, the army would try to take a hill. They would try to take the high spot. And to do that, they would probably lose a lot of soldiers. But if it was important, they might say, hey, we need that high ground. It will cost us a lot of human lives. It'll, it'll be worth it for the war. So now in everyday English, when you're arguing with somebody or if you need to have a couple things happen, you might just say, okay, that's one thing I really don't want to fight for. That's not a hill I'm willing to die on. Um, we use this quite a bit when I'm teaching and I'm talking with other teachers and we need to make decisions, there might be many decisions. And if there are five people in the room, we all have to agree on it. We actually call that consensus. And I will talk about consensus in an upcoming English lesson on monkeypox. But when a group of people have to come to consensus, they all have to more or less agree. And a person in the room might just say, okay, I want another thing more than this. So yep, yeah, fine, whatever you can have it your way. That's not a hill I'm willing to die on. Or it could be the opposite. It could be, no, this is a hill I'm willing to die, die on. No, I want this done. So that's how we use it. I hope that made sense, but, um, I don't know. I guess if, um, let's see, Jamie and I needed a new car and you only have so much money to buy a new car and Jamie and I have to agree on something. Maybe I want leather seats. Maybe Jamie wants heated seats, but we also want it to have, um, red paint, but maybe Jamie says, no, I want it to have white paint. So 
if we're trying to come up with the right car, maybe Jamie wants those heated seats more than she wants the color. So she could say, Hey, the heated seats. No, no, that's a hill I'm willing to die on. No, I want the seats. I don't care about the color of the car. So hopefully that was an example. I just saw a car sitting in the driveway and that's how I came up with that example. All right. How are we doing? Are people learning English? I hope I can barely see the screen. So lion, not sheep. I asked earlier, would you recommend the book stars? Oh, scars, sorry, scars and stripes. And it's an autobiography of Tim Kennedy, special forces soldier and UFC fighter. Quite simple English, funny stories, very motivational scars and stripes interesting that sounds good actually well said too lion not sheep very good english there i'm sorry i can barely see what's going on i i cannot read the chat until i bring it up on my screen here so linda i know linda wouldn't say bad things so i i pulled her up Funny i think story. if you just pick up and move over to your right I don't dare. I might unplug the microphone. This thing is that we've been going almost an hour. So maybe we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up soon anyways, or I can just put you on video. You can just, uh, finish it out. Uh, Linda says, funny story. I kind of envy those people who are so calm and act so slowly. They are annoying in a way, but I wish I could be more like them. Yeah. It's, it's good advice. He might outlive all of us because he has no stress. Very calm. Eh, whatever. There are probably very few hills that he cares to die on. Eh, whatever. It's Kit, right? It, our friend, Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. All right. Dennis is here. What is going on? Oh, Sita is here. Hope everything is going well in Brazil. Sita is also a channel member. We've been speaking in Discord. She's been traveling. She's been. Tra I hope I can say that. But she uh, shared some pictures, and it looked like she had a great time. Oh, Sita. Sita hasn't been around for very long. She's been out with her husband. I saw a great picture of them in Discord, and she dropped a super sticker. Thank you so much. She says, thanks for your great work helping us. Sita, that is so kind. And Sita does not have to do that. And she, very nice. I have a little something for you. That's the mail is coming. Ooh, big, big day here. The mail is coming and a super sticker. Here we go. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, Sita. Thank you so much. Sita has been with the channel for a long time and she has dropped super chats and super stickers in the past. Thank you so much. All right. Let's see what else I can see here. Look at this little thing here too. That's not what I want. If this, this lesson want. is helping your English improve, 
Don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right, Dennis. He just got back from work. Interesting. So it must be almost the end of the day in Europe, or at least the end of the workday in Europe. We are about in the middle of the workday here in the Americas. So Brazil, Argentina, and I'm sure it's really late at night in Thailand and Indonesia. I love Dennis's uh, picture, his profile picture. Where is, it? is it a tiger? It's a plane, but it's a tiger. Oh, oh wow. That's right. All right. It um, actually looks like it could be, we, our rival is Auburn uh, for our college. And that, it looks a lot like a plane they could fly in for their teams. Yeah, the Auburn Tigers. It's a football. And when Jamie mentioned football in her story before, remember, Americans talk about football probably very differently than the rest of the world. She mentioned he had to have quick hands. And for, for, for real football, like the rest of the world plays, you can't use your hands. Harry's well, here. What's playing, that? I'm sorry. I don't see Coma playing soccer. No, give me too quick. Coma's a big guy. Yeah. So he could play American football. All right. Constantine says he would be late to his own funeral. I remember that expression. It's awesome. Cool story, Jamie. Thanks. Right. Ario saying hello to Sita. What do you say? Hey, Joel Bento. Hey, new channel member, I think, joined um, last week. Oh, my gosh. How did you know that, Joel? Must have been watching some older English lessons. Brent, you worked on a Disney TV show called Bug Juice. How was that experience? I did actually work on that show um, in the summer of 2017. It was very hard work. I was working on putting microphones on the cast. That's what I did. My friend works in television and they filmed that TV show not too far from my house. So we worked together that whole summer. It was about three years before I started um, the YouTube channel. So I probably couldn't do that work in the summer. I could, I guess just, release fewer English lessons, but it was fun. If he asked me to do it again, I might. It's hard work though. Hard work. All right. What do you say, Jamie? We have some errands to run. We should do some. Th yeah. <laughs> Not fun. We have to go to the fire department to get their report of what happened on the night our house got flooded. And we probably have to go to the water department. So not fun. Hmm. Rather be doing, hey, Amina's here. Amina, she's just arriving as we are leaving. Hi, Amina. Oh, real quick story. Um, we do have some Canadians visiting just up the street. So my brother's wife's family is Canadian. My sister-in-law's family is Canadian. And Amina also lives in Canada. 
All right, anything else here? Audi. Oh, he's just saying hi to Amina. Yeah, both Audi and Amina are channel members. Harry is too. <laughs> okay, um, Harry is asking about um, a member's video I put up. I think there is a, a small clip of it on Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, speak English with this guy. Um, I was walking down the street and just telling a story for uh, members to help with their English listening. And yes, a neighbor of mine ran over some window frames that were in their front yard. And he is wondering, did I ever figure out why? No. The only thing I can imagine is that they were broken already. They put them out for the trash, English phrasal verb. They put them out for the trash and they forgot they were on their lawn. So they ran over them. Lots of English phrasal verbs. Yeah, I can't think that is good for the tires, but luckily it didn't look like the tires popped. <laughs> What's that, Jamie? Is it the house that's getting recited? No, it was um, the house like beyond the trail. Like it was, um, I was walking through the woods and then it was, it's on the other side of the woods. Huh. Yeah. So they just had those window frames on their lawn. And, and I heard this, I don't think the camera, the microphone picked it up, but also Nori um, in our members chat asked about picked up when talking about microphones. Mm. So I can explain that for everybody right now because I just used it. Yeah. If a microphone picks something up, it means you can hear it on the microphone or the camera bless you. The camera picks something up. It means you can actually see it. Yeah. We use that phrasal verb pick up a couple different ways. We've been All picking right. up like for days. Yeah. Picking up, literally picking things up, mostly clothes off the floor and debris. Yeah. So tomorrow I will have a, an English lesson, an edited one about some of the things that we've been uh, discussing for cleaning up and some phrasal verbs, terms like sheetrock and gutted. I do think gutted is there. Any final words, Jamie? Uh, no, I was just looking through the chat because for some reason I can't see it on. There's someone here from the Dominican Dominican Republic. Yeah. Uh, is it Dun Dunsnay? Dunsnay? No, I don't okay. want to. I don't want to butcher the oh. name. It starts with an M if you can see it. But hello from the Dominican. It's not someone that I recognize, so I think they're new. Okay. Welcome. Yeah, if you're just joining, um, my name is Brent. This is Speak English with this guy. And uh, I try to teach people English on these live lessons and, and other other lessons. Crazy ones. Yeah, Dennis. I mean, it could have damaged the tires which made me think they didn't want to run over those window frames. Strange. All right. It looks like Amina or Sita has to leave. We should probably leave too, but this is usually, I mean, so fun. I do enjoy um, speaking with people who watch the videos. 
answering in the comments is one thing. It's fun. I do enjoy it. But to see people in real time and respond, I do like that. Oh, and we answered that one from Joel already. So if we missed anything in the chat, I'm sorry. The screen is getting really hard to read. Uh, but Jamie, you looked through the chat and it seemed like we got most of them at least. Oh, Amina's working. I hope we don't get her in trouble. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much. If you're watching on replay and you got to the end, wow, nicely done. If you've been here since the beginning, wow, that's awesome. I hope your English is so much better. Um, over the next few days, there will be more live English, an English lesson about monkeypox, an English lesson about a city being built in Saudi Arabia, and also an English lesson about house disasters all right thank you all it's been such a a good time here and uh, we'll do it again soon all right adios amigos goodbye everyone